to go again. Gonna wake up the downstairs neighbors. Stand up tall Sometimes everybody Don't know anything at all Alright, you are listening to Final Hour with the West Coast Neighbors I'm Seth And I'm Brianski Hi Brianski Duh um, Why are you Brianski? Because did you not hear the Russians have taken over the glorious country? <laughs> You, are you, I'm hedging my bets is what I'm doing. Nice. Just in case. Just uh, in case. See, and what's funny is uh, right off the bat, you threw me off my game. Because I was, I was ready. I was coming into this show, and I was going to be morbidly depressed. Mm. And you threw a curve at me, and I can't, I can't follow up Russian with depressed because then we're both at the lower end of the human <laughs> spectrum. All, all hail Putin. <laughs> But yeah, glorious it's uh overlord. It's been a it's been a time, Brian. It's been a time. It has been a time. I agree. We're gonna we're gonna get into it a little bit later. I don't want to start with that because yeah. I feel like I feel like we'll get more people to turn us off right away with that than yeah. with you starting by calling yourself Zac Efron's dick. So I know. See, I you know what I have not mentioned peni in any way yet. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. I did it first this time. You're welcome. Thank you. You broke the dick seal. I'm sure. I'm sure that was just the tip. Of Can that be our new like mascot? Penises? Like a, a just a seal made of penises. A what? Like just one penis. Like give like a penis like some flippers or something and like a tail, and it could just be dick seal. That should be our new name. Like our new podcast name should be Dick Seal, the West Coast Neighbors, or something. Like he's got like instead of a tail, he's got like two little testicles like dangling off the bottom there, <laughs> and then like. Like he is a spokesman, we can get like a deck sealing company to like do, do a spokesman shot for us. So it'd be Dick Seal's deck seal. <laughs> Come on, that sells itself, really. It really does. It really does. Wow. I just want to before we get too far into anything here, mm-hmm. I am drinking a refreshing lemonade that is very sour, and it is making me salivate occasionally. So it's gonna sound like I'm sucking a dick, but it, I'm not. I'm just drinking lemonade <laughs> and like occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> doing that, so that's really all that's going on there. You're making me feel like a lush because you're over there with your with your lemonade and yep. And I and I'm actually still drinking beer. So what fine beer are you drinking? Because it's this not Coors Light. One, actually, I feel like I kind of want to try and mix it up every show now, which is Ooh. not going to happen. Um, I Aww. rotate between like three unless people leave stuff in my house. Which <laughs> this was left in my house, so I figured I'd bring it in. Why not? Uh, Deschutes Pine Drops IPA. Oh, that's a good one. I like Deschutes. Deschutes yeah. makes good shit. Yeah. Uh, somebody left uh, one of those mix packs of Deschutes. In oh, yeah. That stuff's good. And so yeah. I was like, that looks like studio beer is what that looks like. Yes, that is. That is. So. I, you know, I've, I've got a, I do have a beer that I brought, but I, I'm going to drink it later when I'm sad. When, you, when you're sad. Okay. When I'm sad. When, when we get to the Bryansky conversation. Right. When the Russians come out. I feel like one should drink for the Russians. Right. Hey, before we get yeah. into that, some happy news. Sure. What's the happy news that you have? No, it's your happy news. Um, you uh, you recently went to a Dodger game. I did. I Last night, actually, I went to a Dodger game, and they won. 
and they now won. they're losing. They they did. They won five to two, and it was great. It was lovely. I mean, it was baseball. You go to the baseball stadium, and like, well, it's a ballpark, and that's the key to that game. By the way, is you're going to a park. Never think of it as you're going to a stadium. You're going to a park. There's just a lot of people at the same park as you, especially if you're in L.A. So yeah, yeah, but it is beautiful. I mean, I, I ate a Dodger dog. And immediately shat grease like two hours later, but whatever. It was delicious <laughs> and wonderful. And um, oh, let's see. I mean, yeah, they won, which was great, and it was relaxing and wonderful. I sat in the outfield bleachers and I just, I whispered poetry about the magic of summer. They asked to you myself. to never come back, didn't they? I mean, the guy sitting next to me moved his children like to the far end of the bleachers, but whatever. I don't give a shit because they can understand <laughs> the magic of May. Not my problem. Time for some lemonade, uh, folks. Y- you did pick <laughs> the right time to go, though, because it uh, we, you know, we got the rain that cleared up our drought issue out here, and, uh, mm-hmm. and now it's just it's it's like that perfect California weather. Oh, yeah. So this is. It was a little granted, chilly I'm after sure the sun went down. Um, I mean, a tad chilly, but and by chilly, I mean it was like fifty-seven or something. It's like, oh man, get out the <laughs> icebreaker, uh, the windbreaker now, because. No, it's California. Yeah. Give yeah, us a month. Yeah. We'll be bitching about the heat. Exactly. <laughs> My heat rash will have developed. Well, good. Good for you. I have a baseball story you're probably aware oh, of. Okay. Yeah. It, uh, not me personally, just my team. The Cubs mm-hmm. playing the Yankees recently. They were, I'm sure yes. you heard about this game. I watched part of this game. Did you watch all of this game? No, here's what I did. No, you See, didn't because human beings need to sleep at some point. You couldn't no. have watched all that game. I could have. I would have loved to have watched all the game, but I watched up to the ninth inning when they sent out Aroldis Chapman, who's like the fastest throwing guy in baseball, and the Yankees were up by one run, and I thought, well, that's the end of that. I guess I'll go to sleep, and then I kind of shut it off with two outs left to go, and then go ahead and finish your story, and people can understand. They played a whole other game after that. They went for another nine innings. Yeah. And uh and yeah, the Cubs the Cubs had actually come back. I think I think they were actually it was a three point deficit that they made up in the ninth inning. You're right. They? It was. They made up three runs. They were up they weren't yeah. up they weren't down by one, they were down by three. Which is why I thought, Oh man, there's no way Chapman's gonna give up three runs in with two outs left. Nope. Yeah. See, and that's I just gotta <sighs> say this. I know you love football. There is no situation at which at the end of a game of football they play another game of you get an extra game of football. But baseball is literally a sport at which you could potentially get a whole other game of baseball if you go. It's like the it's ultimate true. surprise package. Like, ooh, I showed up it for is. nine innings and I've got 18. And there's no way that that could be bad, right, Brian? Never. I would love the shit out of that. All right. I'd like a minute for rebuttal. Go for it. All right. I'm going to take us back in time. Mm-hmm. Back when the, uh, before I had my powers of controlling Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Probably before I actually had a, a man voice. Oh. Um, yeah, because okay. my older brother was in high school. Wow. And so, so I would have been in, way back I here. don't know, middle school or something. The journey goes so, far. Right. So I'm trying to think. Let's say the year would have been roughly, well, it would have been, been the mid-90s. So Ace of Base, we'll say that. Ace of right. Base was, was top in the charts. By the way, when this happens, please, please just cue an Ace of Base song. Oh, the don't background. you? There's a reason I'm slowing my speech down. I'm giving time <laughs> to fade in our. Perfect. Yeah, that shit's happening. So. Awesome. But my brother was a baseball player. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know if you, you well, you've met my brother. Um, mm-hmm. He definitely is different than me in the sense that he was gifted with muscles and athletic ability and good looks. And I am also here. So he okay. was a pitcher. And uh, one year, this is back in Illinois, reminding all of our listeners where I grew up. Back in oh. Illinois, and uh, one year, <laughs> somehow, the uh, his high school won some sort of a, I don't know if it was like a drawing, I, it definitely wasn't, I don't think based off of any sort of tournament thing, it was just luck of the draw, but two high schools from the area in the Midwest got mm-hmm. selected to actually get to go play a game at a professional ballpark. Dang. Right? So we went to this professional ballpark, and it was, it was there was a there was a major league baseball game that went on, and then after that game, the high school game would take place. That's a terrible bit of planning on whoever. I just want to break into your story and say whoever thought this was a good idea is a fucking idiot. I agree with you. Yeah. So I don't know if we've covered this at all on the show, but um, I and my family um, we're in Chicago sports team family right mm-hmm. yes i think to your sad i maybe sad mentioned detriment. it once or twice it's yes, come yes, up yes, once yes, or twice yeah the tear stains on your people. mic cover are a testament to the <laughs> fandom you hold yes so imagine my excitement when mm. i find out that we're getting to pile into the uh to the yonka mobile which i'm pretty sure was a dodge caravan minivan nice and we're gonna we're gonna take a little road trip to St. Louis, to Bush Stadium, home of the St. Louis Cardinals. Wow. Not even the Cubs. Yeah. Not even the Cubs. Okay. So the game that took place was the Cardinals versus the Giants. Boo. Right? So just both. Yeah, boo to both. I Agreed. literally couldn't care less about either team. Right. So this game went about, I want to say, 14 or 17 innings. I don't remember, but it was uh, it was more than it needed to be. Damn. We were not in any sort of shade. So sitting out in the hot summer sun yep. for almost two baseball games before another baseball, baseball game takes game. place. What and again, I'm a beautiful. middle schooler who's not athletically inclined, so I was just miserable. And they, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't let you go do, like, Music Man go numbers do underneath. Do Music Man numbers under the bleachers. <laughs> no. Seventy-six trombones. My non-Jewish Jewish mother was probably sure that I would, I don't know, get kidnapped or abducted or something. So no one would kidnap you. Well, they might. <laughs> they'd bring me back, but I mean, no, they, they'd look really they, like If there was a, if, if 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 I was a kidnapper, and I was under if, the bleachers at Bush if Stadium, if you were a kidnapper. If I were, and I went under the stadium seats at Bush Stadium during a, a high school b- baseball game that was happening, and there was a kid down there performing 76 trombones, <laughs> I would just keep walking. <laughs> like, oh, nope. <laughs> no one needs this kid, not even me. Just going to keep going. Nope. You should, you should definitely teach your, your daughter uh, musical numbers as soon as she can possibly learn things. And just get that ingrained in her that everywhere Probably, she goes, yeah. she needs really, to be really, really outdated, horrible ones like "Wash That Man Right Out of My Hair" from South Pacific. Not <laughs> again. No one's gonna take that kid. So yeah, that's that's the plan. So yeah, there you go, folks. There's a parenting tip from Brian. Just teach him 
teach them outdated show tunes and people you know, guys will get nope no one's paying for that kid leave yeah so that's my rebuttal to there's no such thing there's as no such too thing much, as baseball. much baseball there isn't you just you were in the wrong headspace and by the way somebody planned that horribly because if it had been a cardinals giants game that lasted 18 innings awesome high school by itself 18 innings, awesome two different teams back to back that's iffy it's, it's sometimes that's fun like when you know it's going to be a double header it's not so bad but yeah that, that is iffy i will give you that just real quick though i do want to bring up something that we have not talked about in a hot minute since we got back and Uh-oh. the the draft happened i, I was gonna actually that was, that's what i didn't tell you about that i was gonna ask you about oh well, we, we need to talk, talk about, about this, this. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so I want to hear your thoughts on how the draft went for the Chicago Bears, because just from my end for the Niners, it went great. It <laughs> yes, went I'm sure it so did. well. It was the best draft <laughs> we possibly could have had. So there's my um, thoughts on the Niners. And now let's turn to Bears. Well, I'm, I'll be honest with you. I checked out after the first round, and I think you can't blame me. So I'm going to actually rely on you to fill in the gaps here. But I will discuss what, what you're talking about, which is what I wanted to talk to you about anyway. And I mean, it was really, my, really the only thing yeah, that, that happened during the draft. The rest of it, there are how many teams? 32 teams in the NFL? Allegedly, yeah. 31 of them drafted pretty much, you know, whatever. But one of them, one of them pushed all their chips to the middle of the table and went, <laughs> that one. I want to bet on that guy. All right. So and when you they actually said that go guy, ahead and tell our listeners what you're talking about, so that I can at least give you my frame of reference on what okay. I really think happened. So, the first pick in the NFL draft happened, and it was a gentleman named Miles Garrett, I believe, and he is um, he got drafted by the Browns. The Browns could have drafted a quarterback, and they were like, you know what? Let's take this super awesome stud defensive player, and they did that. Good job, Browns. I mean, you still aren't going to win any games. You're still Cleveland Browns. You'll still suck, but whatever. At least someone watchable will be on the field. Good for you. And the second pick, I believe, belonged to the Niners, right? Was that it, how it went down? It did, yes. Yeah, so and the, the Niners pick, have the... The third, the third pick, pick belonged pick, to the Bears. The Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears. And so the, the, the 49ers have no reason to draft a quarterback really because for starters all of the quarterbacks and i'm going to say this straight up and i could be you know what i, w- I want you to record and archive this moment because if well, i'm wrong kind of what yeah, we're I doing want... brian fantastic record <laughs> <laughs> all right so you're gonna wait 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 were we supposed to be recording this hang on guys in the okay. booth can you record this yeah i thought we were this. just chatting no, I mean normally what we say is just bullshit, but but this this thing I'm about to say is something that I want if if I'm wrong, like three years from now, I want you to cut this snippet out and throw it back in my face because you will have every right to. Pretty sure you told me that the Cubs would not win the World Series and they did. I am pretty sure I told you the year that the Cubs won the World Series that they were the favorites to win the World Series. You did, but you also told me that they were gonna fail in the playoffs. I did I did say that they would fail in the playoffs, but I did say they would get to the playoffs. And then they went and won the World Series. But yeah. this one, that that's like a testy one, like, oh, you know, the Cubs won't win this World Series. This is a big, big put down on the Bears. If Mitchell Trubisky, who is the quarterback that the Bears were so certain that the 49ers wanted desperately, so they traded the 49ers not only their first round pick this year. So we swapped picks, second for the third pick right. this year. We also got their third 
four their third and fourth round picks next year and their third round pick the year after that which i mean those are pretty valuable picks like you can find pretty good value up until about the fifth round in the nfl draft so Mm. this was not nothing this was all to move up and draft wait to move up one spot to move up one spot to draft in front of the team that you are trading for. So it's like you could have called them and be like, are you guys taking Mitch Trubisky? Nope. Cool. Awesome. Well, no, 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 no. I didn't call you for anything. Bye. Click. Because the Niners were not taking Mitch Trubisky. They could have if they wanted, and they were literally like, nope, we don't care. So mm-hmm. the Bears traded all these pieces to draft Mitch Trubisky. Now, for those of you who don't know who Mitchell Trubisky is, other than a guy that sounds like he should be one of Chicago's native sons who weighs like 400 pounds, <laughs> hoover's cheeseburgers like a vacuum and screams in soldier field on every sunday because that's that's sort of what he's going to wind up being (laughs) um because he is the starting quarterback for the north carolina tar heels who are not a college football powerhouse at all and he started 13 games for them Mm -hmm. 13 college games this man started at quarterback he could not dethrone the guy who was ahead of him on the on the depth chart who was a year younger than him so instead of waiting because obviously the bears think the tar heels put out the greatest quarterbacks in history (laughs) so instead of waiting for that guy they chose that nope this is it let's spend the second draft in the n second pick in the nfl draft on a guy who couldn't even start on his own college football team for almost his entire college career that's what happened dear listeners The Chicago Bears, after having a somewhat respectable season in which they at least laid down and got pummeled so they could get a good draft pick, promptly went out and gave up draft picks so they could move up one spot over a team that had no interest in the player they wanted to draft that player. My turn. Okay, now it's your turn. Now tell me how Mitchell Trubisky is going to lead you guys to the Super Bowl. I will preface this by saying that my my instinct and what I said to my dad, who I was talking to a little bit ago, and I realized that he doesn't have a character on this show. I really need to develop a character for my dad because mm. we've got my non-Jewish Jewish mother, but yeah. I, I have a father. and Yes. Uh, I just haven't I mean, figured out. I, I, for years, I've thought it was a test tube, but apparently no. <laughs> I'm aware that you have a dad. He's a yes. nice guy. I've met him. He's all right. So he has a sadness behind his eyes, and I put it down to the bears. <laughs> well, I told him they draft like they play, which is my initial mm. reaction upon this. Now, I will say, because I, I, I was curious, I didn't sure. leap to anger because I didn't know anything about this quarterback, which should be a sign that there's something wrong with that pick. <laughs> no, but nobody did, really. <laughs> <laughs> so. I looked into it, and you just stated what the overall assumption was for for why it was so silly, which part of it, yes. it really was. They gave up a lot for this guy. That I disagree yes. with. And what I've come down to is two things. First of all, it's not that they were worried the 49ers were going to take him. Because mm. what I actually had read uh, after the fact when, I don't remember if it was the if it was the coach or the GM that it was kind of addressing like what was going on. But basically I had actually right. read reports that it was more a matter of 
the 49ers may have, and whether or not this is true or not, the 49ers came out on top of this, no question. Yeah. But the 49ers, it's not so much that they wanted that quarterback, but it sounds like they may have been floating out the possibility that other teams were yes. interested in trading up for that quarterback. And so it wasn't a matter of they had to switch positions with the Niners to take him away from them. It was just they, for whatever reason, wanted him and felt that they needed to trade up with the Niners to get him before another team traded up with the Niners. Which, again, I want to know what other team was Oh, like, no, believe me. I'm d- I need Mitchell Trubisky. And what was on the table? Like, what were they willing to give? <laughs> because if it comes out that the Niners were like, you know, we're going to pass on this Aaron Rodgers guy that the Packers keep offering. Um, <laughs> I, you know, like if that that was the trade that was on the table, then damn, the Niners are dumb. But I, I guarantee you, because the Bears gave up so much that it had to have not been very much from other people. And the Bears were like, no, 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 hold on. What if we give you lifetime tickets to Soldier <laughs> Field and a third third round pick? Like you can hear about the third round, third round pick, and the fourth round pick, and a third round pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. So, I mean, at least they didn't trade us Jay Cutler. Right. That would have been horrible. So here's here's my thought though. It's all gonna come down to hindsight because there is no middle ground here. There is no way that this plays out in a hmm, like Jay Cutler. He had he had some games where he was on, and then he had a lot of games where he was really really not. So mm-hmm. he kind of eh, kind of middle groundish, more negative. This one is either going to be a boom or a bust because of how much they gave to get him. So yes. I am holding out hope that what they because they also spent a whole lot of money on another quarterback before the draft. That was so, the part I was about to bring up that I love. Yes. It's yes. the most Bears thing ever. <laughs> well, see, here's the, the, I, I like that at least they're trying to sh- they're trying to shake it up because previously they just spent a whole lot of money on a really bad quarterback that throws the other team. That's true. That's and true. now they're at like they've we're just going to spend a whole now. lot of money and, and resources on two quarterbacks. Yeah. That hopefully one of them will get it right. Here's my thought. This is oh by the way, you can forget puxatani phil groundhog day you can forget daylight savings you can forget the first day of spring or summer or anything like that mark your calendars because this is the official mark Mm -hmm. the first completely nonsensical hopeless declaration of of optimism for the bears coming from oh here it is it's that time of year so i think given the benefit of the doubt Mm -hmm. what what i'm gonna say that my hope is that what they're going for Mm -hmm. here is they're trying to do, they're hoping that what they just did is possibly set up a Rodgers-Favre type of thing. Because how many years did Rodgers sit behind Favre? Rodgers is a great quarterback. I hate the Packers, but Rodgers sure. is a oh, good quarterback. Like five and years. he sat behind like Brett like Favre for a long-ass time, right? Yeah, it, was like five, it was four or five years, yeah, somewhere there. So my hope is... That they know they've seen something, or they think they know something that nobody else in the world seems to know, <laughs> and they're hoping that was it was it McGlennon? What what's the what's the other guy's name? Mike Glennon. Yep. Mike Glennon. I'm gonna call him yeah. McGlennon because that's that's <laughs> just fits. sounds great. No, that's good. I like McGlennon. that. McGlennon. McGlennon. They're hoping he's gonna be their starter. And yes, and 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 the Polish one, he's gonna be Trubisky. Mitch he's gonna Trubisky. be the guy, the Brady behind Bledsoe. He's gonna be the Rodgers behind Favre. 
they're really, really hoping that yeah. that that they're gonna be basically kind of have a farm system of sorts for their quarterbacks. Now, will it happen? Eh, probably not. But until well, considering it that doesn't. Mike, Mike Glennon is neither not even Drew Bledsoe, let alone <laughs> Sure. By the way, you said his name wrong. It's McLennan. Um, right, McLennan, the backup quarterback in Tampa Bay last year. Let's say his name the way it's actually supposed to be pronounced. McLennan, who was the backup quarterback in Tampa Bay, Florida last year. All I'm saying is this is boom or bust because they put too much into it. So if it yeah. fails, which it probably will, might. then it's a huge like bust. Okay, here, I, let, me, let me try this. Okay, from my, what, I, what is your percentage hope? Because my percentage idea, like, because you are right. Are you asking me as a as a reasonable human being or as a Bears fan? Okay, well, I'm going to be the reasonable human being, and you be the Bears fan. Okay, oh, so there's a hundred percent chance of success. It what? There's a hundred percent chance of success. Okay, so from the Bears fan, we have a hundred percent chance of success that Mitchell Trubisky is secretly the next greatest quarterback of all time. <laughs> I didn't say now, that. Now I'm a real person, and I'm going to tell you what I think. Because I remember I read a whole bunch of stuff on Mitch Trubisky. And here's the thing. Mitch Trubisky wasn't people in that draft could not even come to a consensus that he was the best quarterback. Like there was a bunch of other quarterbacks drafted behind him that people were like, "Mm, I don't know, maybe they could be as good because, hey, it's the draft. You don't know. Here's the thing. Mitchell Trubisky played 13 games where he started at North Carolina. He was decent. I mean, they didn't win all of them. But he wasn't a shitty quarterback. He was very good at throwing medium to short passes. He can't throw the long bomb so well, but that's okay because Alshon Jeffrey's gone anyway, so it won't matter. Um, and Eddie Royal. And Eddie Royal. So he, I mean, he really doesn't have anybody to throw to anyway, so they might as well get some tight ends in there and let him dink and dunk down the field and hand the ball to Jordan Howard all afternoon. Uh, it's the way the Bears like to play. Um they actually have so, quite a committee in the backfield now, don't they? Don't they have like three decent running backs to work with? Uh, I don't know about decent ones, but I do know Jordan Howard was like in talks for rookie of the year. Like he's really good. Howard right. was like if Ezekiel Elliott wasn't in the conversation from the Cowboys, it would have been Howard. Like he's up there with like he's he's very good. Uh, and the Bears have have a better line than they used to, and and their defense isn't a punchline to a joke about windy cities. Um, <laughs> and now they have Mitchell Trubisky as the backup quarterback. To, and here's the thing. Here's okay. So percentage wise, them this idea of you thinking Mitchell Trubisky works out, I would give it a forty sixty chance. Forty sixty being forty positive, sixty fail. That's better than I expected you to give. I'm being nice, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's there's a chance. There's I'm not saying there's no chance this works out because I mean, hey, who knows? Maybe he's really good. Nobody has any idea. But it just there's this was everybody agreed. Everyone agreed. There's that no the scouting week. report on him. Trust me. <laughs> everybody agreed that like this was a pretty weak class for quarterbacks. Like everybody was like, nah, if you need a quarterback, I'd wait a year or two. You know, like don't be drafting these guys. And then I just remember I looked first thing I pull up the draft. Bears go all in on a quarterback. I'm like, God damn it, Bears. <laughs> God, did, did you not listen? It's like it's like if you sit down at a restaurant. That has like really delicious steaks, but they're like, I don't know if I'd eat the meatloaf. And the, like the bears are the guy who are like meatloaf, and I'd also like <laughs> to take some to go too, please. Like what? Like what the fuck, bears? Like all you had to do was not eat the meatloaf this year, meatloaf. Like it, it, it was amazing. So and the thing all is, right. like I read that article and then literally opened the, the web page to pull up the draft and saw that the bears had traded 
to move up to draft a quarterback in the draft where everyone was like, don't be drafting no quarterbacks. Yeah, so, I actually I actually called my dad shortly after it happened, and I was like, you watching the draft? And he was recording it. He hadn't watched it yet. And literally, I was like, well, talk to you later, because <laughs> I did not want to. I did not want to say anything. No. I was like, you experienced that yourself. Oh, if, if he was out, then he probably <laughs> no, he had no <laughs> may idea. have caught in wind. No. no one in the restaurant was crying openly, because if you want to have yourself <laughs> a real good time, Google, just, just YouTube, go on YouTube and, and type in Trubisky uh, draft reaction. Oh, no. And you will see so many portly, hairy, mustachioed men who look like city government workers crying into beer at a bar. Just, no, why? Why? I hate you. <laughs> like, just. All like, right. They're not. So there here's yet. the question then. Here's the question. Okay. If either or both of the Bears quarterbacks end up being. McLennan, the backup, or Trubisky, the backup. Yes. Either McLennan or the Polish guy. If either one of them, if either one of them ends up being good, mm-hmm. what are you gonna do? Because you're you, you're you're putting this nothing. You're calling me out. You brought this no. shit up. No, I don't need to do anything. All of the onus is on you and your sad, sad team and the front office that signed McGlennon, the backup quarterback from Tampa Bay, <laughs> for thirty million dollars. Literally gave him how, starting how quarterback money for three years. Uh. Yeah, with a team option for a fourth. So he's there. That's the thing that I find hilarious is they, they so they in the offseason, they went out and found like like the thing is McGlennon, the difference between McGlennon and Trubisky is negligible. Like you why not just if you were so bonerifically gonna draft Trubisky, why not just draft him and let him start? Just throw him in there. Because McLennan is just this like same level, really. Like he's only got like like maybe ten games of NFL experience. The I, difference I between say, him and, and Trubisky is like nothing. Regardless of what happens with the Bears quarterbacks, I'm calling this a win because okay. in a matter of a, like a minute or two, I got you to start calling him McLennan like regularly. And that's true. So, he can be McLennan. I'm going to enjoy calling call him McLennan. <laughs> every, every game next year where McLennan is, is on his back, ass <laughs> in the air on Soldier Field, getting that brisk, that brisk breeze off Lake Michigan of his butthole. <laughs> I'm going to be like, hey, look, there's McLennan. And as to your question, you know what? If if either McLennan or Trubisky turn out to be, uh, I mean, I'm going to put the bar high. Like, okay. if they turn out to be the next Peyton Manning, either one of them has to be not just a functional quarterback, because you can find a functional quarterback. I mean a star quarterback. If McLennan or Trubisky are a star quarterback, I will every day for seven days – in the middle of the football season, like sorry, every Sunday, for the except here's here's what's gotta happen. I'm gonna lay this bet out <laughs> so that we, we understand. So the Bears are going to need to win and get into the playoffs and get all the way to the NFC championship game with okay. one of these clowns at quarterback. Okay. During that time, it's going to have to be the quarterback that's carrying them. Like if Jordan Howard rushes for two thousand no, yards no, and so not scores like a, a ton Rex touchdown. Super Bowl where where it was clear that right. Yeah, if Rex Gross if they Rex Grossman their way to a Super Bowl, that's the whole other thing. Got to be the quarterback play, and if 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 like people are just blowing up about this McGlennon or Trubisky guy for the next season, the season after this, I remember they got to get to the NFC Championship game right, every single Sunday that the Bears are playing. 
I will put my Facebook status for the entire Sunday as the Chicago Bears are the greatest football team in the history of the game. I will and put you're that not up. allowed, no matter what anybody says comment-wise, you're not allowed to, to devolve into insults in the comments even if they're sucking that no no i will just i will the only reply i will have is the chicago bears are the greatest football team in the history of, of so no matter game. what anybody says you'll just constantly reply yeah i mean that. if somebody says are you kidding me aren't you a niners fan i'll be like the chicago bears are the greatest football team yeah okay. uh, i love it because it's gonna happen it's gonna happen so this is amazing no it's not and when it doesn't i'm not even gonna have a counter bet for you to do i'm just gonna have you you have to continue to be being a chicago bears fan <laughs> if if what if what i think happens and McLennan is an absolute shit bucket. You aren't getting and off Mitchell this train. Trubisky, Mitchell Trubisky is an absolute horror show. You aren't allowed to be like, oh, you know, I'm going to cheer for the Browns. No, you must remain a Chicago Bears fan. That's that's my curse anyway. In fact, so. in fact, would you even go so far as to flip that and no matter what happens the year after Trubisky starts, so let's say within three years Mitchell Trubisky is the quarterback – and he is a fucking joke. Like, literally, like, Jake Cutler looks like a genius next to him. McGlennon is terrible. You have to go online every Sunday the Chicago Bears are saying and type the exact same thing that I'm typing into <laughs> if they win. You have to keep proclaiming yeah. them the greatest football team ever. I every will do Sunday. That. I will do and that. You, uh, the only thing you're allowed to reply is, like, is, some sort of, is like some sort of captain on the Titanic who's like, icebergs? What icebergs? You have to be like, nope, Chicago Bears is the greatest football team ever. That's the flip yeah. side of this bet. Okay, okay. there you go, folks. You it. heard it. This is, I mean, it's clearly one-sided here, but I'm not going to lie. <laughs> my odds for success are much higher, so that's mm. why I'm not you know, going deep with this. What about my backup team? How the Titans do? Do they come out okay? Yeah, they drafted all right. They, I think they drafted a bunch of offensive linemen. Or no, they drafted a receiver, a good tight That's end. Good. They were smart about is it. Mariota I mean, they got a great healthy? quarterback. Huh? Is Mariota healthy? Yeah, no, he's he's healthy. He's rocking it. He's good. He's good. coming back. Yeah. I think they'll be all right. Yeah, we'll see. It's way too early to start, like, projecting, like, how they're going to do you got to get into training camp, and then you'd be like, oh, no, I don't know. So okay. we'll see. I'm sure the, Patri- the Patriots are going to be really good again next year. I'm calling it right now. The Patriots will be annoyingly good. <laughs> so there's that I'm wondering if now is not the right time to actually put a bet on the Bears to make it to the Super Bowl or or make it to the playoffs because I guarantee with after the draft their odds are low their odds are super low so I'm thinking this might be the time yeah. to put, put some money down and it'll pay out nicely when it happens because it's happening Brian yep we need to talk about something there's something in the news sure Okay. And I'm sure you've probably heard of this. Well, it's kind of all over the place. It's hard to get away from. Sure. There was a a, a decree made, if you will. And, all right. Uh, it 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 has some some ramifications that are being felt by a lot of people. Okay. You're really I building think, here. I like it. I think. Well, you know what I'm talking about, obviously, right? I honestly don't. There's so much in the world. Well, clearly, I'm talking about Steve Harvey, Brian. Oh, okay. <laughs> the guy that doesn't know who wins pageants? Yeah, that guy. So for those The guy that that's basically a, a mustache and a terrible punchline? Yes. Kay. And and bad that suits. Yeah, that guy. Super bad suits. So Kay. he's not just a uh, host of Family Feud or former host. I don't know if he's still doing it or not. Yeah, he also has a uh, wildly popular <clears throat> daytime talk show called The Steve Harvey Show. 
that yeah i is... believe it's up there with it's against us in the ratings and some week some weeks we don't do so well against it that's true <laughs> it's true some weeks he and wins i come hats off to him and it's in its fifth season right now it films in chicago and this is actually the last season that it films in Chicago because it's going to be moving out here to L.A. Oh, yay. And we they're changing the name to Steve. Because, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie. There's not a lot of other famous Steves. Why not? Sure. Right? I mean, cool. Spielberg comes to mind. That's Steven. O. o comes to mind. I think, ooh, Steve Harvey or Steve O. Who's more popular? Gosh, I don't know, actually. That's pretty close. <laughs> Going into his fifth season, apparently... Steve Harvey has always had this open door policy, you know, and whatever, and people on his staff could approach him, and he, you know, blah 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 blah. Sure. Apparently, that was very superficial because the poor man, the poor poor man, just got tired of the unsurmountable wall of fame that he possesses, as we've covered. Oh, it's huge. So. An email got leaked. This went out to his entire staff. Ooh, okay. At the start of the current season here. And again, remember, this is his fifth year. So this is a family that he's basically started working with. Right. Yeah, no, they're all close, I'm sure. Yeah. So it says, good morning, everyone. Welcome back. I'd like you all to review and adhere to the following notes and rules for season five of my talk show. There will be no meetings in my dressing room. No stopping by or popping in. In all caps, no one. Oh, by the way, these are written out as like Ten Commandments. So that was its own thing. And then there's a blank line and then a new line of text. Do not come to my dressing room unless invited. The next one. Do not open my dressing room door. In all caps like a Donald Trump tweet. If you open my door, expect to be removed. Got it. My security team will stop everyone from standing at my door who have the intent to see or speak to me. I want all the ambushing to stop now. That includes TV staff. This is my personal favorite. You must schedule an appointment. That was it. There's nothing else attached to that one. I have been taken advantage of by my lenient policy in the past. This ends now. All caps. No more. Do not approach me while I'm in the makeup chair unless I ask to speak with you directly. Either knock or use the doorbell. I am seeking more free time for me throughout the day. That, again, is its own line, like in these rules, because literally the next one is another rule. So I feel like that's actually more of like a classified ad right there. He's like, I'm seeking more free time for me throughout the day. If anybody has any ideas or a set of bocce balls I can play with, let me know. Nice. Do not wait in any hallway to speak to me. I hate being ambushed. Please make an appointment. In case you missed that a few lines up. Right. I promise you I will not entertain you in the hallway and do not attempt to walk with me. If you're reading this, yes, I mean you. Me? Like personally me? I'm sorry, what? Like me? Like like, like that line is meant for me? Apparently, well, I'm reading it, so it's meant for me. I think you're safe. Oh, okay. But if I read it, then of course I would have. Absolutely. It would be me. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Steve Harvey. And actually, maybe, cool, you know what? This, this part pertains to you, because it starts with, everyone, do not take offense to the new way of doing business. It is for oh, the okay. good of my personal life and enjoyment. Thank Fantastic. you all, Steve Harvey. Got it. Yeah. Now, in case people were thinking that maybe that was, uh, you know, that was just like a hoax or like, you know, something, he did confirm that it is his 
uh, email, but he did not apologize for it. He just stood. He doubled down and stood by it. So, sure. So yeah, Steve Harvey, ladies and gentlemen, a man of the people. Can't wait for him to get out here, and join <laughs> us in sunny California. To join the magic land of California. Well, I mean, I know what happened. Obviously, I've got the inside scoop on that. What? He's getting a BJ in his uh, makeup room, and like, bam! Somebody walked <laughs> through the door, and it was like, "Oh, emails for everybody. Stay out my BJ space." Uh really? Well, my now think about it. You know, think I, about I, I what you know about, about Hollywood. I, think about Steve yeah, Harvey. Yeah, I did not think about that. Yeah. When I read this at all, but that actually does make a lot of sense. Yeah, and I, I'm betting that's what happened. Is somebody was like, "Hey, Steve, did you know the oh." <laughs> Oh, okay, all right. I'm sorry. I'll come back later. And he just like I like to imagine that the blowjob didn't stop. Like it's just Steve Harvey with that wacky looking face he does sometimes, like just <laughs> staring at him, like what the fuck. And he's just like, hey, whoever walked in is like, oh, uh, sorry. Also, that's a hilarious face. And uh, let me just close the door on my way out. Don't put this in an email or anything. Click. <laughs> yeah, that's what went down. That is how that happened. And now Steve Harvey needs needs room for what was it? His personal happiness or space or whatever. Yeah, it was it was to in, to improve his his personal time and enjoyment or something like that. Yeah, oh, come on. That's just a lot of bullshit like, in there. I needs to get my dick sucked, yo. Come on. Stop busting into my dressing room while I'm trying <laughs> to bust a nut. <laughs> that's just I mean, on the one side, I see, I see that's that's some bullshit. On the other side, I remember. Um, do you remember when Conan O'Brien was doing his like tour around America? Like it was right after he got yeah. fired, and he mm-hmm. did like those series of shows all around America. And he had like then there was like a special or something where like they followed him around. It was like a documentary. Yes, I actually watched and that then it, on Netflix. Yeah, it was great. I liked it. But at the end of it, I remember like one of like his last stop in L.A. Like his makeup girl's mom and grandma. Like was back. We're back in his dressing room, and he was nice to them and pleasant. But after they left, he was just like, "Hang on a minute, I'm getting ready to do a show, and are we really letting like my fucking makeup lady's grandparents into the room, and I have to talk to them, and like I need to be preparing for a show?" Yep. So on on the one end, Steve Harvey, fuck you for being a douchebag. On the other hand, I could maybe see where that email would get sent out. That needs to be worded way better. But on right. the other side, just just to play devil's advocate there for a minute, I could see him being like, but no, for real, guys, I can't. Every time somebody has a motherfucking good date on a Friday night, I don't need to hear about it Monday morning in my dressing room. like, Right. Because that could happen. And I I don't know how nice Steve Harvey was before. Probably not. But <laughs> one, And I, I guarantee you the whole thing comes down to an interrupted blowjob. And once you've interrupted Steve Harvey's blowjob, he can't finish it. And so now it's like a bowl of soup that's just there getting cold. It's no good. It's just he's, he can't have that anymore. So, yeah. You know, if he was a president, you know, he'd be impeached for, for getting a blowjob at work. I mean, there are a lot of factors, but yeah, more or less. Yeah. Are you trying to, like, subtly code me in that I need to go suck Trump's dick? <laughs> is this I mean, like is this your way of mentioning dick sucking me? That was the that was that was that was your activation phrase. <laughs> Steve Harvey blowjob, Brian. <laughs> Man. I, I, need, I, I feel I like need I need some, to go to DC. <laughs> I need like I needed I need some Cheeto dust on my lips. That's what I need. Yeah. But speaking of impeachment and Trump and all things glorious, that does bring me to the next thing I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. This I don't know if you heard this. Actually, I don't think it was picked up by a lot of news outlets, but apparently Donald Trump fired the director of the FBI, uh, Comey. Yes. 
He did yep. do that. Couldn't tell you Comey's first name. I'll be honest. I've been actually researching this a lot, which our listeners know because you outed me last time on this. I don't do that, but I actually did. Nice. For this, I did. I did try and research uh, this a little bit to figure out what was going on, and I couldn't. T- I feel like he's either Richard or James or Bobby. It, it is James. It's James Comey. Uh, it everyone James? calls him Jim. Okay. Everyone calls him Jim. Like I'm, Jim I'm not Comey. making that up. Everyone calls him, uh, the people that work with him call him Jim. Like all the senators call him Jim Comey, but his name is James Comey. Yes. Okay, I'm going to call him Bobby. Right, so Bobby Comey. So Bobby Comey is fired. Now, Fired-o. the reason why this is one of the reasons why this is obviously big news. Right, is that Trump's fired a lot of people. Why is this one news? I'm, exactly. I'm well, like it's because, you see, Bobby Comey was heading up the investigation to see. I'm aggressively <laughs> sucking my lemonade dick right now. <laughs> Sorry, folks. Oh, my God. I wish you guys were in the studio with me to see what I'm seeing. It's like an overgrown man-child trying to get the last of his sippy cup. (laughs) Come on, Steve. (laughs) Shows shows in 10 minutes, Steve. Let's go. So so Bobby Comey is, is heading up the investigation to see if there's any ties between Trump's campaign and the Russians with all the allegations that have been going on since before the election, basically. Sure. And so it it does seem a little odd to have Trump, the person who invariably is connected to Trump's campaign. Is Somehow. I don't know how. He didn't have right. much to do with it. <laughs> other than desperately trying to lose it as best he could. <laughs> so for him to then turn around and fire the guy that's leading the investigation is a little bit sketchy. It would be kind of like if... There, let's say that there's a internal affairs investigator and sure. they're investigating the chief of police or the mayor or something. And right. that person goes ahead and says, well, wait a second, I'm your superior. Um, you're fired. It's, it's kind of sketch. It's not sadly surprising nowadays, but it mm. is sketchy. Um, and then, of course, in the fallout that's come in the last few days since this has happened you know the the first day that it, that it happened it was announced it was all over the place the reasoning was because of the way he handled the hillary email scandal mm-hmm. uh it was because of that and and of course the one thing has been up and down thrown over is that the 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 attorney general jeff sessions who by the way supposedly recused himself from all things russian investigation Jeff Sessions, my favorite Southern Jeff boy Sessions. who does not like dick, but I swear I talks like this. <laughs> if you've ever heard him, it's beautiful. I have never heard a man who more or more obviously loves the taste of Georgia peaches upon his lips than Jeff Sessions. And yeah, yeah anyway, not and he that does that look like he he looks like a dementia ridden Keebler elf, right? Like I'm like it looks like Southern Gollum. Like just wandered <laughs> up, wandered up from Mount Doom, and fucking, and, and Trump was like, "Hey, what about you, Southern Gollum?" Okay, thank you, Master. Just, <laughs> what do you think about racism? It's precious. It's precious. It's precious. I love it. So he supposedly recused himself from all things Russian investigation, and and somehow his name got brought up that he recommended we, firing. Sorry, Bobby can we Gollum. call him Georgia Gollum from now on? Like just of course from yeah. now on on this podcast. Jeff Sessions is Georgia Gollum. There you go. Kay. So Georgia Gollum recuses himself months ago when it turns out that he had communications with Russians. Yeah. 
But somehow somebody who has recused himself, apparently he learned about recusing himself from the same place that Donald Trump learned about cutting business ties when you're a Similar. politician because that yeah. shit doesn't happen either. Right. So, but what they, and, and I think, I think somebody, somebody in the White House realized that one pretty quick because I, 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 I saw his name mentioned like two or three times and then it went away. And instead they focused on the other person that gave a recommendation to fire Bobby Comey, which was the, Deputy Attorney General. Yeah, the deputy. Oh, he had a great name too. Fuck, I wish I remember. Rosen, Rosen something. Yeah, it was Teddy though. It was like Teddy Rosen something, and I was just like, he just sounds wrong. like. Is it? I, I could swear. You know what? You keep keep doing that. I'm gonna look it up real fast. Okay. While you so, while you finish giving the background. So yeah, so basically Trump Trump says, and all the White House people say that he the reasoning was because of the way the Hillary email scandal was handled, and. And also, it was it was on the recommendation of the deputy attorney general. Oh, you're right. It was Rod Rod Rosenstein, who just sounds like a Jewish yeah. porn star. But anyway, right? So yeah, <laughs> deputy attorney Rod. general Rod Rod <laughs> deputy attorney general Rod Rosenstein in the house. So that's that's the story they're running with for the first day, and it literally lasts less than 24 hours because Trump, in his Trumpanzy way, decides he has to take the credit. He can't oh, yeah. let something this big go and not have it be huge. So it's true. Trump is interviewed on camera with Lester Holt, NBC News. Did he? Did he say? Did he say you fired? Did he say it? <laughs> Please tell me he said <laughs> no, it. No, he didn't say you fired. Um, James Comey, you fired. Bobby Comey. Oh, Bobby Comey, you fired. Watch yourself, Rod Rosenstein. <laughs> so he says outright that he had made the decision. To fire Bobby Comey, regardless of a recommendation, whether a recommendation happened or not, he was going to fire Bobby Comey. Sure. So that throws that out the window. He literally just takes that bullet out of the gun. The White House staff still tries to go with it. And now what's great was the day that that all went crazy. They, watching them try to scramble and keep up with making up with Donald Trump's lies is amazing. Right. But the other thing is there's so much footage of Donald Trump from the campaign trail mm. when this Hillary email stuff was coming out. And he praised Comey up and down. He oh, yeah. loved him. He's doing a great job. Everything. He loved it. And so to turn around and try and use that as an excuse is obviously bullshit. So, sure. so it's 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 interesting because our 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 commander in chief, our president, is caught once again lying. And it's not just a matter of of, you know, well, hold on there, though, before, you, before we dive into lying. What is he lying specifically about that you think? Because I personally don't think he's lying at all. Okay. Well, h- the fact that he's saying that the reasoning was because of the way that he handled H- Hillary's emails, he and he said that you know he lost faith in him and everything, but for those exact same things he was praising him publicly, he was lying well, then or now. The specific thing that I think that everybody in the story has missed is is Bobby Comey. Okay. Bobby Comey has been sticking his dick in as many things as he can. Bob, I think, I think, I think Jim Comey, Bobby Comey. Oh, fine. Okay, <laughs> just so you know, folks, his name is Jim Comey, James Comey, but we, it is catchy. Bobby Comey is great. So, since we're keeping our fake news on blast here, <laughs> <laughs> so Bobby Comey, his name's Bobby Comey. Um, so, like Bobby Comey. I mean, you remember when that happened? Like, what was it? Like three days before the election, he comes back out with like, "I'm going to reopen the Clinton investigations." It was eleven days did. before the election. 
Yeah, so 11 days, like Hillary even said, like, that cost me the election, like, which is bullshit, Hillary, not even, no. So many other things, Hillary, cost you the election, including you. But mm-hmm. um, but it was, it was, that was a political move by James Comey. Because James right. Comey at that, I think James Comey at that time thought, Hillary Clinton's going to win this thing. And I want her to know when she gets in there that I could fuck her up. Right. So I think that what he did is tried to play hardball with Clinton. Then, to his much shock and dismay, Clinton lost. And so now he's stuck. I mean, and this is the thing. Like, once you are branded as somebody that will tell secrets, you are always that person. Mm -hmm. So Donald Trump does not trust James Comey. I guarantee you he doesn't trust him. He may have praised him during the the campaign thing because, of course, he's helping him win by saying all kinds of nasty shit about Hillary Clinton. So during the campaign, yeah, of course, Trump loved him. Mm -hmm. Just like Trump constantly flip-flops on just about everything. Now he doesn't love him because he keeps bringing up shit about um, the Russian investigations, which looks bad for Trump. So now he's making Trump look bad, which is, by the way, a power play. I still think James Comey is like trying to use the FBI to power play. Like, because I mean, people think that the federal government operates on the president is the boss and everybody does what he says. No, 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 no. The way the federal government works is there's a president who's in charge sort of and then there is all these fiefdoms and little feudal kingdoms underneath him <laughs> jockeying for position and, it, and man i have i have done some research in federal government civics classes if you read them the right way are like reading about like medieval battlefields game of thrones like, exactly like game of thrones level shit so i think james comey was sort of the Theon Greyjoy of Capitol Hill, where he was like, oh, <laughs> hold on, I got this. And then it turns out he got his dick cut off. You know, like, that's just sort of spoilers there, folks. Sorry. Yeah, it's uh, been several years. It's been a couple years post-dick post, post dick for Theon Greyjoy. So anyway, I think James Comey got blanked for a variety of reasons. I agree that Trump should have fired him, by the way. I think he should have done it on day one of his office and been like, hey, thanks for the election, James Comey. By the way, you're a sneaky little rat. Fuck you. Get out. But he didn't. He waited till now, which this is where I come fully in agreement with you on. Yeah, there's smoke now. There's, there's, a, there's be a step you're missing, though. It's not just that he he didn't fire him on day one. He announced that he would be like he. There was that whole thing that it was on camera. It was like this big photo op. Oh yeah, he, he went there and he was like, said, "He's like, you're gonna be more famous than me." Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now he did love like, it for he sure. Embrace the man post-election oh, yeah. because he thought he was his guy exactly yeah and then comey same went reasons, and stabbed him in the back exactly same reason i think that he's been publicly praising and kissing the ass of uh of flynn because he mm. i think he knows that either of these people basically if he kisses your ass i feel like anybody that's investigating needs to look hard at that target because there's <laughs> a re- there's only one reason trump kisses somebody's ass is there lipstick on that, that ass you must him. investigate <laughs> So okay, so that's but that so, like I said, I was researching this right. Sure. And I decided that nobody's perfect, especially if they're in politics. Nobody is clean. True. Maybe Bernie, like maybe, but that's why he's been largely Some, somewhere. He's probably got some part. skeletons. Sure. Right. So I decided while I was doing this, I'm gonna ignore all the stuff pre-elect or pre-inauguration. Okay. So all so the bullshit campaign promises, we're just going to assume everybody lies when they're running for office, right? For sure. Fair, fair assumption. But I I did actually compile a list here of a bunch of just times that, that Trump has lied and been caught in the lie. 
Got it. Since, and we just covered, he's very, very recently passed his 100 days. So this is just, you know, within the first 100 days or so. Mm-hmm. And actually, I only went up into, into late March. So this is actually within his first thir- uh, 100 days for sure. Okay. So the first one, and some of these are petty, but these are just examples of him lying. Wait, so the first keep one was in, with the inauguration crowd. Keep, keep in mind, politicians lie. That is also not new. Right, but to do so, as, as we go through the list, I think even you'll have to admit that for somebody who is not running anymore, that is president, to do so and so blatantly ca- either either then contradict themselves or just lie in the face of fact where sure. it's very easily disproven. And the just sheer quantity that he did in such uh, that he's done in such a small amount of time, Got I it. think surpasses. That's like saying, that's like trying to say that Nixon was just as good as any other politician. I think we can agree he was a little worse. I mean, in some ways, yes. Okay. So he lies about the inauguration crowd size when he's talking to the CIA. That oh, was yep. uh, January twenty first. Step one. And game one. his words at that time were. It looked like a million and a half people. It went all the way back to the Washington Monument, and then, of course, we got those great uh, photos that were released that showed that it, w- it that proved that it did go that. all the way back to the Washington Monument. There were four people, a couple of families from Pennsylvania, <laughs> and like my friend uh, Gerald, very nice man who was back at the Washington Monument. So yes, there were people all the way back there. That is true. <laughs> four days later, he's on ABC News talking to David Muir, who I think is probably the sexiest man in news right now. True. Like he's, I think he. He pushed Anderson Cooper out. I'm just going to say it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. But again, he's still, this is petty, but it's Trump. He's still going on about the inauguration crowd size again. Yes. So he was saying that the audience is the biggest ever. It was massive. Look how far back it goes. And he points to panoramic photos. And he described it as a sea of love. That's and, beautiful. Uh, of course. What beautiful words. Right? And, of course, again, the same, the same evidence proves that it to be a lie. We then move uh, to when he lied about voter fraud. So oh this yeah. was on yep. January 23rd. He's so really dropped he that one, by the way. That is just gone. Like, I don't know if you've noticed. Like, he hasn't mentioned that since probably January or February. Right, yeah. So he, so he says that he's talking about how three to five million, quote-unquote, illegals vote in the election, costing him the popular vote. Yeah. And, of course, there's no evidence for it. No. Um, the National Association of Secretaries of State, which is majority Republican, has said that they are not aware of any evidence that supports the voter fraud claims made by President Trump. Yeah, because no, there is none. Literally so, every single person on the planet except Donald Trump and potentially like some crazy ass fucking people that voted for him, which, right. yeah, they so, don't care about facts anyway. So timeline wise, we had 21st he lied to the CIA about the inauguration crowd. And on the 23rd, he lied to some congressional leaders uh, about the voter fraud. And on January 25th, on ABC News, he doubled down on both. So we, he already talked to uh, David Muir about the crowd size. He then goes on to talk about the voter fraud. And he says, you have people who are registered who are dead, who are illegals, who are in two states. You have people registered in two states. You have people registered in New York and New Jersey. They vote twice. He also cited a Pew report saying, take a look at the Pew reports. Once again, this has been proved not to be true. The Pew report was debunked, and it was just a political blog that was hosted by the Washington Post. Yeah, no, there, there's no evidence for... Yeah, I mean, yeah, like I said, he's dropped it. Just like right. he dropped, you know, 
lock her up. That's that's done too. We're not doing that. Did you hear about the murders that took place during Obama's farewell speech? I did not hear about the murders that took place during Obama's farewell speech. Well, they didn't happen. But in that same David Muir interview, <laughs> he says, look, when President Obama was there two weeks ago making a speech, a very nice speech, two people were shot and killed during his speech. They weren't shot at the speech, but they were shot in the city of Chicago during his speech. Which, first of all, is still stretching it a bit, trying to be like, somebody died in Chicago. Because he, of course, was trying to say that, you know, there's this was when he was trying to, he was trying to, remember his whole thing about sending in the feds to, to clean up the city? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, the Chicago police said that no people the were killed by gun violence. I just want to—I got to break in here a quick moment just to be like the only people getting away with murder in Chicago are the San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> oh, fuck you! So just throw that under the bus. Sorry. So folks. not only not only did were two people not shot and killed during the speech, but somehow miraculously that entire day. There was nobody killed by gun violence in Chicago, according to the Chicago police. I mean, a so you're welcome. You're, wel- you're welcome. I brought that up. I pointed it out. I knew at the time, of course, that it wasn't true, but I wanted everyone to know what a beautiful city Chicago was. There you go. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> now, that's, that's, I were, guarantee you that's his response. There were five non-fatal shootings that day, but none of them occurred while he gave a speech. So that's another just... Just random bullshit flying out of his mouth. I mean, he's basically the the presidential version of your grandma's chain emails. That's what <laughs> Donald Trump is. That's what he always has been. He has always been that, by the way. Like, I remember back when he was convinced Obama's birth certificate wasn't fucking real, and he sent investigators to Hawaii that I guarantee you just sat in the fucking beach chair, like, oh, on the course, side of the beach, God. just... Like, oh, yeah, I didn't find anything, Donald. Sorry, I'll keep how, looking. How much would you love to pull that that gig, huh? Oh, my God, that would be the best gig. I, just, I think I'm going to need, like, six more months, Don. I'm not going to lie. It's, we really, it's we're on to something here. I think <laughs> I, really... I, just, if I pull a couple more strings, uh, yeah, refill this. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, nice ass. Anyway, yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> some more strings. and No, that was my secretary. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> just... <laughs> he works out. So come to think of it, I really want to get on one of these special committees that's looking into the Russia thing. Like that'd be great. Like I can just be like, right. yeah, Donald, yeah, I'm phoning it in for sure. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go to the to Russia and fix this for you. Don't worry. <laughs> so that was just the same guy. We're literally only four days in, by the way, from when when this list started, January twenty first. I know, now, yeah. January twenty sixth. Okay. This was after um, when he when he did the whole he when he signed the executive order about the wall. Yes. And was insisting Mexico would pay for it. Yeah. Well, he then, uh, the very next day, he went ahead and said that he and the Mexican president agreed to cancel a meeting that, that was scheduled. Yeah, but the Mexican president was like, basically, the one to cancel it. I remember exactly, that Exactly, yeah. Hours earlier, the Mexican president came out and said, no, I, I canceled that meeting. There was no we involved. Yeah. Uh, same day, January 26th. He lied about the murder rate that was rising in Philly. His words, this was at a GOP retreat. He said that Philadelphia's murder rate is steady. I mean, just terribly increasing, which, first of all, that that grouping of words contradicts itself or contradicts it itself. It's it's steadily it's steady and increasing at a, an alarming rate. And I can't I can't also I just can't imagine how, how fast it's going down too. you. You wouldn't believe this. It's incredible. Factually, it actually has been steadily declining over the past decade. And they said that yeah. in 2016, there were 277 murders compared to 280 the year before. 
Uh, so le- a little bit less. And over a five-year period, murders are down 19%. Over a 10-year period, down 41%. So again, factual statistics that can be brought up that just show he's a liar. Uh, the next yeah. day, this was a fun one. Uh, remember Brexit? Yes. Yeah, he, he said that he was in Scotland the day before the Brexit vote, and he predicted that it would pass. His quote is, I happened to be in Scotland at Turnberry cutting a ribbon when Brexit happened. We had, a, we had a vast amount of press there, and I said, this was the day before, you probably remember, Brexit is going to happen. And I was scorned in the press for making that prediction. I was scorned. Lo and behold, the following day it happened, and the odds weren't looking good for me when I made that statement because, as you remember, everyone thought it wasn't going to happen. In reality, he arrived in Scotland the day after the referendum when the result was already very clear. Oh, yeah. Travel logs. No, I remember that pitch. one. That happened, too. Uh, no, no, January, I, remember, I remember all of these. <laughs> January 30th. So we're literally at this point, we're nine days past where I started this list. And we're already probably up to more than nine lies, I imagine, right? I mean, it's so tricky to call him a liar. I mean, yeah, he is. But, like, <laughs> he always has been. That like, doesn't it's like, make it... it that, okay, I'm sorry, it's but like, that's, like, that's like a murderer killing another person, and you just go... No, no, but I, I mean, mean like, but but see, here's the thing: like, everybody, everybody is always so busy making a big deal out of all this stuff, and I'm like, okay, that's great. You're telling me that the dog shits on the floor. The dog has always shit on the floor. What is the dog doing that I need to be concerned about? Because I know I don't, I don't personally care. Like the, all these things, like, like they make him look like an idiot. But I already mm. knew he was an idiot. Like I'm more concerned about like what are his ties to Russia? Like to right. me, that's the seedy underbelly that everybody keeps like. Like, I can't, like, I did a little research, too, and the one thing that is driving me nuts from the Democrats mm-hmm. that they are not doing. Well, but before you move on, let, me, just bring, let me bring this round sure, around sure, circle. Right. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop my list then. We're not even, we didn't even make it out of I mean, January, that would be, and I that would be going all the way to March 20th. It would be so much more of our podcast. <laughs> right. Yeah, we would run out of time. We'd have to do another two-parter. So, needless to say, there are many, many, many more on this list that I came up with, sure. um, which is why I've been drinking all day. So, to bring it back around, though, Kay. to Steve Harvey. Okay. Remember when we tried to impeach Bill Clinton? Because, yes. depending on how you phrase it, he either, A, got a blowjob at work while he was married to someone else, or mm-hmm. B, lied about it. Those are yes. the two things that I remember being presented as the reasoning behind it, right? I mean, there was more to it than that, but yes. What, what am I missing? The the thing that Trump gets away with, the reason he can lie and say dumb shit is because he's not being sworn under an oath. When they went after Clinton, it was after Clinton sat in a, a, a deposition where he was sworn by members of the government, you have to tell the truth, and said, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. woman. And then okay. he did. That was why, that was the their inaug- ammo. At the inauguration... Didn't Donald Trump put his hand on a Bible, raise his other hand, and swear to the best of his ability to try and uphold the Constitution and 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 uh, and whatever they say to fulfill the the duties of the President of the United States? Sure. And he's been lying ever since in but in matters in been... matters trivial and not trivial. So well, I mean, like, but he hasn't. He no one. If if you sat him down at a courtroom, if somebody went to a courtroom and said, Donald, you have to tell us how many people were at your inauguration, which photo is accurate, and he like went that one. Now you got him on perjury, hundred percent. But like, it's 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 such an, a broad, like like the 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 um 
the, the hand on the Bible swearing thing is, I mean, it's ceremonial, A, and B, it's not specific. It doesn't, it's not specifically saying you have to tell the truth about this specific thing, which is what they came after okay. with Clinton for. So that's why I don't know if he like, they, like yeah oh is he a liar oh my god he's he's a liar he's a boastful he's a dumb shit like you know like you it don't just think is. any of, you don't think any of that or the stuff like uh, going off about attacking through his personal Twitter and his professional um, the actual official government Twitter for POTUS attacking Nordstroms because his daughter's clothing line got dropped um, which violates constitutional law. For endorsing oh, or or condemning companies, you don't think that that's impeachable offense? He didn't actually say anything on Twitter about that. It was he his, did. It was Kellyanne Conway. No, no, no. Kellyanne Conway went on Fox News and endorsed a buyer shit. He went right. on Twitter the day before. Oh, right. No, he said he, he said it's it. a shame. It's a shame that Nordstrom is blah 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 about about his wife. Yeah, he badmouthed Nordstrom on Twitter. Right, which yes. you're not allowed to do. Well, you're not allowed to do a lot of things, but I doubt they're going to impeach him for the Nordstrom thing. I know. I'm just saying. We, we I, I'm, I'm saying that we seem to have reached a point where we were turning a blind eye to a lot of stuff. I'm not. I'm not turning a blind eye. I, again, no, not I, you. I, I feel like we as a country, we as a country, are turning a blind eye to a lot of stuff. Where ten, need, twelve years need, ago, we had somebody. Oh yeah. Okay, that's true. Well, you're, the point you're making there, yes. Oh man, have we? Like, if you look back to like George W. Bush era shit, like say what you will about the W, and oh man, can I say a lot of skeezy <laughs> nasty shit about the W? There's a guy that could have gotten himself impeached a bajillion times and somehow danced his way out of it, for sure. Mm. But he was at least classy about being a slimy piece of shit. Like Donald Trump <laughs> isn't classy at all. But the thing is, like, I've never found him classy, ever. And so I don't know so much as it's I think anybody's turning a blind eye. It's that we're just like we're kind of used to it at this point. He has made us over the past year and a half just sort of used to it. It's like, oh, the dog shit on the floor again. You know, well, it's been doing it for a year and a half now. I can't imagine it's not going to do it. You know, like it, I, I the thing that I would love to see, the thing that I'm so interested about with the Russia thing. And, and this is playing back to what we we're talking about a little bit. Um, he fires Comey. This could fuck him. Like, not specifically firing Comey, but just the fact that he did it when he did it is going to make people much more uh, want an independent, like, investigation so much more. Because right now, which, the only... Which Turtle, Turtle McConnell already has said that, that he, won't, okay. he won't support that. Yeah, I don't know if you guys know, but um, we've already got a really great investigation going on. It's being headed by the Republican Party. We're doing a great job finding out that the Republican <laughs> president is completely innocent. But the thing is, like, he just made their job so much harder by doing this now, which I don't think they knew he was doing this. That's the best part about all of this. Oh, right. Yeah. No, is that I, I think he just decided to do it. Yep. Yeah. I think he just decided randomly one day to be like, hey, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to fire fucking Comey because this well, guy's pissing me off. And speaking of that, to go back to the recommendation that he claimed he had, which he mm. first of all blew it out of the water the next day by saying, I was going to do it anyway. Right. But I actually heard as well as far as the recommendation went that what had happened was he actually had called Georgia Gollum and uh and the deputy attorney general Rod Rod Rothenstein the Jewish yeah. porn star the Jewish porn star and Georgia Gollum he actually called them in and let them know I'm thinking about firing Bobby Comey what is your opinion on him mm. and they of course said they were talking to him face to face and he already said I'm going to ba 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 
what is your opinion? You're just going to, you're getting their yes, men. So they, of course, yeah. said, yeah, blah, 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 blah. He then said, I'd like you to give me that in writing. He requested the recommendations that he then tried to, that his staff oh, yeah. then tried to claim was the reason. That makes sense. So, yeah. Good job. Good job, Donald. Like, here's the thing is he's so bad at playing politics. Like, if he is caught up in some shit with the Russians, which, and again, this is a thing that is kind of driving me nuts, nuts about it. Like, if there was some shit with the Russians, there needs to be a silver bullet in there. Because he's, and if we come back, if, if the Democrats and, and, and if they do get an independent investigation, they come back with, he's been talking to the Russian ambassador. It's like, well, yeah, no, that's not going to do it. Flynn isn't going to do it. None of this shit's going to do it. If there is something here, you are going to have to find like unassailable, nasty ass Donald Trump with his fucking, I don't know why this is the dick sucking show, but with his mouth wrapped around Putin's dick, like straight up, like you need that photo like or metaphorical fact or meeting and i just don't know if they've got it with this so i don't know if he there's potentially something i saw something on facebook i didn't the 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 website source was was not one of the big ones so i'm i'm waiting to see if it pops up anywhere else before i give it any credence dive down that rabbit hole sure right but uh you know he had like russian officials he had a meeting with russian officials in the oval office recently right yes he did, yes. So the the headline thing here, and again, I didn't bother to go into it because the, the source, I was like, no. I'm gonna, if this pops up uh, uh, you know, on NBC News, on ABC News, on CNN and all that stuff, if multiple news sources are going with it, then we'll right, see. Right, if it breaks, yeah. Right. Um, and it hasn't yet that I know of, at least at the time of this recording, it hasn't. But the headline, the headline postulated that there was a audio recording of that meeting in which they do discuss the Russian collusion. So if yeah, that, that's if, what they need, if any of that is accurate, then beautiful done. That that's what they need. That, that alone will get people talking about um, investigating the president. And the minute you get to investigating the president, then impeachment becomes on the table. But uh, until then, man, he's squeaky as shit right now. Like it's just like, not squeaky clean. He's not squeaky clean. That's the wrong wording, but he's just, like he's a dumbass, and I hate to resort to name calling because, like I said, I am done underestimating Donald Trump. But yeah, last time you actually said he was really smart. I mean, well, he, here's the thing: he is smart in some areas, and he's dumb as hell in other areas. Just like any human being, he's really smart. He actually is a really good deal maker. I will give him that. His stupid art of the deal book—he's actually got some points in that motherfucking thing. Like he's—he's he's <laughs> not a bad businessman. Everybody that says, oh, Donald Trump's a terrible businessman, I'm like, no, he's not, like, the world's greatest, but he's not bad. Like, you know, bad businessmen tend to not stay in business. He's stayed in business. I'll give him that all day long. He is a good businessman. He is a terrible president. Like, and I don't know if that came across in our Trump podcast. Like, yes, a lot of what was going on is I'm like, hey, I'm going to play the devil's advocate to Seth because otherwise we're just going to sit here and agree about shit for two hours, and that's boring. Um but the flip side is I do think that people like, oh, my God, I remember when he fired Comey, the, the two hours, like, what Donald Trump has done to me, I can't go online anytime that man opens his mouth for three hours afterwards for a variety of reasons. One, every Republican on earth saying, yeah, and like basically taking pictures of their dick and posting it everywhere. And then the other side, I cannot go on because, oh, my God, every single one of my Democratic liberal friends, it's, oh, this is worrying. 
I'm so worried. Like, what do you <laughs> think Donald Trump is going to come to your house and butt fuck your cat? No, no one is coming to bother you. You're. It's just. It's not going to happen. You know, like it just like. Are you saying Frankie be, is safe? I, I would lock Frankie up tonight. Is what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> but no, like everybody, every Democratic re- liberal reaction. Everyone likes to freak the fuck out about like everything Donald Trump does. I'm like, no, no, there are some things that are completely worth freaking out about. If he has ties to Russia and he basically is like sucking Russian dick for elections, oh man, there there should be so much like protesting and anger in the streets. If Donald Trump says dumb shit, then Donald Trump just says dumb shit. And you just need to realize he just says dumb shit. Like that's just okay. Donald Trump. Now, before we move on from this. There was one other sure. thing at one point that I wanted to make because it was just something I, I, I talked back to the TV the other day. Ooh. Right? You are heading towards old man status. I'm telling you. Some Republican congressman, whatever. Or no, actually, this one was his, his Sean Spicer's busy hiding in the bushes. We don't have time to get into it, folks, but I swear to God, Google Sean Spicer hiding in the bushes. It's hilarious because it's real. Okay. Um, you, know, you haven't heard about this? No, I did not hear about you. I'm gonna oh, Google God. it. Oh God, I'll tell you once once we go off the air, but it's brilliant. Those of you that that because we're not gonna have time to get into it this time, Google that shit. It's wow. But it's anyway, stunning. so there's there's a there's a there's a lady. I don't know her name. She's been only been out for a couple of days now. There's a new lady that's the deputy press secretary that's been given all the speeches Ooh. and stuff because spicy is hidden in the bushes, <laughs> and Got it. and that's not even a joke. Um, that's not a euphemism. Motherfucker was hiding in bushes. So, but she even said, it's time to let, uh, regarding the Russian investigation, it's time to let this go. They just need to let it go. It's been, I think, I think she even said like, it's, it's been like a year, which no, not quite, but also, okay. (laughs) But also let's say it had been. I have one word for anybody on the Republican side of things that says they need to let this go. Benghazi. <laughs> Holy fucking shit. How long and how many various investigations did we suffer through and listen to about Benghazi only or to have it come up empty? Yeah, or and birth, birth certificate. certificate. It's like that all one was this shit. That, that was literally so much longer than this. That was like two years of Obama's first yeah. presidency. I remember was birth. And, and we're, and we're looking at something that if there years. is anything, if there is anything to this, it is literally treason. It's no, no, treason, true. which true. could be punishable by death. They wouldn't kill him. But no, but literally we're He'd talking about treason. No, no, there's 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 a lot that he could be on the hook for. And, and this is definitely one of them. I don't know. We'll see. They got to come up with some. They got to get some evidence, though. Like mm. they can't just keep commanding. Like every time Chuck Schumer stands up in the Senate and is like, "We need answers." Okay, for sure. But this we're talking about the president who still hasn't released his tax returns. Like, oh, did you hear what he said about that recently? I I have not heard anything. I just know he's not, and he, that he I is he still claiming last, that he's being. You know, he said he said, "You know what? I think I might release my tax returns." After I'm out of office, fantastic. How, uh, how Donald Trumpy can you get? That's pretty fucking Trumpy. Yeah. That was like back b- back during the election, uh, during the the three debates when he would not acknowledge and swear that he would uh, concede defeat and follow policies. Yeah. Lost. And he finally said, 
that he would either like, will you accept the outcome of the election? And he said, I will absolutely accept the outcome of the election if I win. It's like, oh, my God, Trump, this is not a reality TV show. <laughs> Quit with to the one-liners, zingers, and cliffhangers. Knock to that shit off. You're going to take us to nuclear war with, uh, with North Korea. To him it is. It so is. It's so, uh, it's so a fucking game. And his whole life has been a game. And he's continuing to play a stupid fucking game. No, he's... Yep. He's he's a he's a clown with a game and it's insane and it's fucking crazy. Yeah, no, he's nuts. Uh, do you want to know why I don't there research things, Brian? Why do you not research things? Because we're out of time, and you know oh, what we, we didn't talk about? Uh, nothing else happened, so I can't. I don't know what you're talking about. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, Brian. Okay, you want to talk about this? Let's no, talk about this. I don't want to talk about this. No, 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 we do it. We can't no, get into it. Here's a reason. There is a reason we didn't talk about it. Are you ready? Why? Okay. Did you, what did you think of it? Just say I for like a hot it. second what you thought of it. Yeah, I loved it too. Love cool, it. we're done. We talked about it. Yep. No, no, no. <laughs> we're so not done. Since I, I believe next time uh, we're going to be God's, doing our- What, what in next, God's name could we have to talk about? Next time we're going to be getting into the June summer movie preview, correct? We, w- we will be, yes. Yes, that is so what is up. We will, we will start off with discussing Guardians of the Galaxy first because oh we both God. saw it. And we it's, both love You're not it. getting away from this shit, Brian. It's but, happening. But, uh, it, it, nobody wants to listen to you and me talk about how bonerifically happy we were that the movie that we thought would be good turned out to be good. Yes, they do. That's what they come to us for. Oh, God. All right, fine. We'll talk about it. We'll just, I mean, right. it's just going to be you and me agreeing for however long we talk about right, it. Right, like, so it won't hey, be the whole you, episode. It's not going to be the whole like, episode. Did you like the bit when Rack Rocket was funny? I did. I liked that bit. Did you like the bit when Baby Groot was cute? I sure did. Like that God, is it, so folks. Cute. I've just given. He's so cute. I, I just did you like the part where Peter Quill was a smartass? Oh, that was great. Yeah, was Kurt Russell dope? He sure was. You know, like I, yeah. I thought it was shit. I hated the whole fucking movie. Did you? Don't okay, go we got to get into this next time. But <laughs> for right now, we're out of time. As always, thank you for listening. I'm Seth. I'm Brian. And we'll catch you next time. And I'm Star Lord's Fire. There's a chorus of opinions, but you know what you love. Don't let them tell you no. Don't let them talk that shit. The only thing they'll give you is reasons you should quit. Don't let them get you down. You just stand up tall. Sometimes everybody don't know anything at all. This has been a Dry Run production.